Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, Brandon strikes again. Did you see the inflation numbers that came out this morning? Devastating. Even worse than the horrible expectations they had. There has never been a forest fire to occupy the White House like this man in there now who has done so much destruction in so little time. At least Obama took eight years to destroy the country. He was on a little more of a prolonged longitudinal timeline. Not Biden. Biden's like, Barack, I got you beat. I'm going to cause your destruction magnified in a quarter of the time. How does that sound? I got a lot to get to today. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, let's go. It's showtime, Dano. Yeah, it is. So... Right before we came on the air, excuse me, the inflation numbers pop. Now, uh, the overall headline inflation number was 8.3% year over year. Let me just say um, that this number would be the worst number in 40 years. I'm 47, so since I'm seven seven years old. uh, Joe, if it wasn't for last month's number, which was the worst in 40 years, which was 85 So if it wasn't for Biden setting records for horrible last month, this month would be the worst inflation rate ever. Now, hilariously, that clown at CNN, Jim, Jim Sciuto, Jim Sciuto tweeted out "Uh, inflation, taking a breather, taking a breather, taking. This is a real tweet. It's on his Twitter. It was eight point three freaking percent. You idiot. Taking a breather, it was 8.3%. Do you understand how bad that is? It would be the worst number in 40 freaking years if it wasn't for last month's, which was the worst in 40 years. (laughs) Taking a breather. Now, some more devastating numbers. Even though they were predicting an apocalypse this month, They said it'll be 8.1%. Joe Biden, Brandon, still managed to beat expectations for inflation by sucking even worse. He sucked even worse than the suckiest suck fest we thought we were going to have. They said, listen, last month was a horror. This month, it was 8.5. This month, it'll probably be closer to 8.1. This suck fest in the White House managed to beat the suckiest expectations, and it was 8.3. Now, you may say if you're into economic wonkery, well, what was the core number? The core number, excluding uh, you know, gas and food. Well, that surely beat expectations. Yeah, it beat expectations for sucking. That was 6.0, the expectation. And the number came in at 6.2. So the suck fest 
expanded even to core inflation. Wages are now going to you. Are, do you understand to the liberal listeners? I am not talking down to my conservative audience. I love and respect you. And I mean that sincerely, very sincerely. But to the liberal listeners who listen to my show, I know you do. I see your comments. Do you understand you're getting poorer every month? If the value of if the value of your money is decreasing by 8.3% per year, year over year, and you either don't get a raise or get a raise that's less than 8.3%, has it registered to you that you're getting poorer? Do you understand the difference between your nominal paycheck and what your paycheck can buy you in real terms? Again, my sincere apologies to the conservative audience who understands this, but you can get paid $100,000 a year and think you're rich, but if $100,000 only buys you five loaves of bread, you're really not rich. Matter of fact, you're going to be starving soon. Do you understand you are getting poorer with this guy? Do you also understand that in the Trump administration, real, real median wages, in other words, your in other words, your buying power during the Trump administration, real median wages went up over four thousand dollars. Do you understand that they're down under Biden? They're negative. I know you hate this guy, Donald Trump. I understand that because you're crazy. I get it. Your tweets bothered him, but do you understand you were getting richer under him, whether you like it or not, is irrelevant. He and I say all the time about the show content. It's not what we like. It's what you like that matters. Liberals, you need to digest this. It's not who you like. Nobody gives a damn who you like. It's what happened. And what happened is you got richer under Donald Trump and you are now getting poorer under Joe Biden. That is an irrefutable, arithmetic, numerical fact. Whether you like that fact or not is entirely, completely, 100% irrelevant. You are getting poorer. That's a fact. Look it up. If you want to continue to get poorer, continue to vote for this BS in the White House. Continue to vote for him. They want to pour more money on this inflation fire, and Biden wants to spend more money. Stocks down, inflation up, labor force participation down. Do you understand how, even though oh, the unemployment rate's 3.6%, yes, and the people employed are getting poorer. Do you understand that? Easily, the worst president in the last hundred years, Joe Biden. What Obama took eight years to destroy, this guy's managed to do in just under two. What did Obama say? Never underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. He was not kidding. This incompetent, plagiarizing, lying, corrupt buffoon in the White House is going to burn this place to the ground before he leaves. Finally, someone picks up on an analogy I made forever. I've always joked about that. You know, the show Seinfeld, a lot of folks see it. I don't know where it is now, but it was a popular show when I was, uh, you know, in my uh, adult, early adulthood. You, you all know what I'm talking about. There's a character, George Costanza. He's, he's the numbnuts in the show. You yeah. know, he's always doing stupid stuff. So in the Costanza episode about, uh, uh, that we're referring to, 
Jerry Seinfeld, the main character, tells George Costanza, you know, you're basically a loser. Joe's seen the episode. You're a real zero. You keep making the wrong decisions. So he says to him, if every decision you make is wrong, then you should go with the opposite of what your instincts are and your life will turn around. And George, you know, of course, like, yeah, it's a great idea. So all of his instincts, like he goes on a date and he tells everyone he lives with his mom where your instincts would be to lie about it. And all of a sudden it works out for him. He walks in and his instincts are to tell his boss, George Steinbrenner, what a great guy he is. And he tells him what, a, what an idiot he is and he gets a raise. Yeah. The gist of it is when your instincts are always wrong, like Brandon in the White House, Maybe you should do the opposite if all you can produce is poverty and destruction. The Wall Street Journal, I've been using this analogy for years. Here, May 10th. What is that? Is that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It's May 11th. President Costanza takes on inflation. This is an awesome, awesome article. I'm not suggesting they stole the idea from me. But by the way, I don't even care even if they did. My point is accurate. That when your instincts always suck, do the when you produce a suck fest, like Joe Biden has produced in two years, maybe you should stop producing the suck fest and do the opposite of what produced the suck fest. It's just an idea. Here, President Costanza takes on inflation. So, of course, he, uh, I'm sorry, I know I'm going a little out of order, guys. I'll get to the videos in a second. I just want to, give, given that the inflation numbers came out. So, of course, Joe Biden, who again has no guts, no instincts, no courage, no character, no dignity, he is a plagiarist, a documented liar and plagiarist, a documented corruptocrat traded on his family name to get rich. The man is a grotesque human being in the White House, of course, because he caused the inflation by spending a lot of money, him and the Democrats. Spending a lot of money we don't have and gumming up the supply chain with a bunch of red tape. Now he's trying to blame everyone. So Biden blamed the uh, inflation on the pandemic and Vladimir Putin, as the Wall Street Journal notes in their President Costanza article. Really? The pandemic did the inflation and Putin did it? Well, they note that Biden omitted that Democrats poured gasoline on the accelerating economic recovery last March with a $1.9 trillion spending bill. They note that, here it is, Joe. So Vladimir Putin did the inflation, it's the Putin price hike? Again, folks, these are called facts, liberals. Open your freaking eyes, you dumbasses. This is a fact. It doesn't care about what you think. It's a fact. If Putin caused the price hike, then the journal notes, how come inflation was already at 7.9% when Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine? They even have a handy chart for you to see. Yeah. So inflation was bad before the, oh, okay, kind of defeats that stupid narrative. And at the same time, their policies are hampering the supply side of the economy in myriad and inter interconnecting ways. Let's address the pandemic talking point, too. So now we know that's nonsense, that uh, Putin's invasion of Ukraine, yes, may have exacerbated Biden's already bad inflation, but Putin caused it? How is that when inflation was already running at nearly 8% before the invasion? The answer is it's not. Biden is a liar and a fraud and a cheat. What about the pandemic? Oh, the pandemic definitely did it. Really? Well, the pandemic happened during the Trump administration. Remember that? And what was inflation when Vladimir Putin, uh, excuse me, when a Vladimir Freudian slip, right? When Joe, Boyden, uh, when Joe Biden took over? Gosh, spit it out. Inflation was 2.5%. It's now running at 8.3%. So if the pandemic, again, folks, this is just we're logically deducing things from a series of facts that don't give a damn about how you feel about them. They're facts. 
If the pandemic was happening when Joe Biden took over, matter of fact, it was at it. It, it, it was it was it was bad. We still didn't have some of the knowledge we have now about it. If the pandemic was already happening and inflation was two percent and now it's eight point three percent, despite the covid numbers ebbing, then how is the pandemic the cause? The answer is Biden and the Democrats and swampy Republicans spending money for decades we don't have and pouring it into the economy and then doing everything they can to interrupt the supply side of the economy. That's the obvious cause of inflation. More money chasing less goods. Folks, listen, you got a choice right now, okay? I I can't say enough. I put it on my truth account and Twitter last night. Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, but I am telling you with all deep sincerity I can gather in my heart of hearts, the Democrats are the cause of all your problems. So you have two choices. You can take a shot on Republicans who may or may not be swampy, or you can continue to vote for people who are causing the destruction in your life right now. There's no doubt about that. Now, showing you how ridiculous and absurd this utter buffoon in the White House is, a buffoon, a buffoon, probably one of the 1% of the least, if you had to gather the one percenters, the least qualified people to be in any position of authority at all, Joe Biden is easily in that 1% of buffoons, easily. Here he is yesterday giving a speech about inflation where he again blamed the pandemic and Putin. A known debunked lie, debunked by every serious person, totally discredited. Here he is yesterday giving a speech, and he one, he talks about the uh, his new talking point is the ultra-MAGA plan. This is just so dumb. This is so childish coming out of the White House. The ultra-MAGA plan, what the hell is it? He just made that up. He just made that up. And now he can't decide showing you what an idiot this guy is if raising taxes are a good thing or a bad thing. So just the other day, they leaked out a proposal to hike taxes in the economy, suggesting magically that you having less spending power during inflation, Joe, that the way to solve it is to take more of your money away through taxes. Uh, Okay. Um, Obviously, if you're an imbecile, that makes sense. But this is weird. Yesterday, He's pointing to a fictitious ultra-MAGA plan that doesn't even exist. He's lying. He's making this whole thing up. And saying that Republicans want to raise taxes and that's a bad thing. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. So is raising taxes a good thing that's going to solve the economic and inflation crisis? Or is raising taxes a bad thing because he falsely makes up that Republicans want to raise taxes? Do you have an answer? I don't. I don't have an answer either. The guy's a moron and I don't speak moron. Here's moron speaking yesterday. Check this out. What's the congressional Republican plan? They don't want to solve inflation by lowering your costs. They want to solve it by raising your taxes and lowering your income. I happen to think it's a good thing when American families have a little more money in their pockets at the end of the month. But the Republicans in Congress don't seem to think so. Their plan is actually made working families is going to make working families poor. You don't have to take my word for it. It's in writing. They've made their intentions perfectly clear. Senator Rick Scott, Wisconsin, a member of the Senate Republican leadership, laid it all out in a plan. It's the ultra MAGA agenda. 
Their plan is to raise taxes on 75 million American families, over 95 percent of whom make less than $100,000 a year total income. The average tax increase would be about $1,500 per family. They've got it backwards. So there you go. You saw it. I don't know. If you can explain it, folks, good luck. I, I can't explain it. So Biden wants to hike taxes, falsely claims the Republicans want to hike taxes, a totally fade up, uh, made up, fabricated, ultra MAGA lie. It sounds like a beer company, by the way. Donald Trump should start the ultra MAGA beer, right? Ultra MAGA, that would sell out. I'd drink that. I'd have a few of those cold ones, right? Makes it up and then suggests that Americans should have more money in their pockets while he simultaneously introduces a plan to take more money from your pockets. I, if you can figure it out, you, you speak moron. I don't. Here, here's another one. Here's Biden yesterday acknowledging in case there's, first it was Putin, then it was the chicken farmers, then it was the supply chains, then it was the ports, then it was the truckers for inflation, then it was a pandemic. This is just what disgusting looks like when you're a leader, when you blame everybody else but yourself. Here's Biden forced into answering a question about who's in charge. They're in charge in the House. They're in charge of the Senate where they have an effective majority with Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. And they run the White House. So this is Republicans' fault. Here's Biden acknowledging yesterday that, yes, they're in charge of basically the branches of government that are elected. All of them. Here, check this out. Why why do you believe so many Americans believe that your administration is not doing enough to combat inflation? And do you believe that you and your administration bear some measure of responsibility for the inflation that we're seeing across the country? First is we're in power. That's the first thing. And you justifiably right. We control all three branches of the government. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that's a fact. It's the first true thing Joe Biden said in a long time. Long time. They're in charge, folks. And again, I can't say enough. If you're looking for some, you know, Republican savior to come in. And save you, then you're making a mistake. We're the leaders we've been waiting for. Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, but I'm telling you, Democrats are the cause of all of your problems. So you can save yourself and at least push the Republicans in the right direction. But you continue to vote for these Democrats, you can expect more of this ahead. By the way, this is all misinformation Biden's putting out on the economy. He loves doing it. I'm going to get to that in a second, too. I got a lot more to get to. Today's a really busy show and a busy news day. Um, I've got some video coming up, too, on a new Intel bulletin. I predicted it. Pro-lifers, you are going to be targeted, just like the government loves targeting its own citizens. Parents, pro-lifers, you're next. Coming up next. I want to welcome a new sponsor of the show, Silver Stag Knives. They are terrific. They just sent me some samples. They are amazing. Listen, I'm a, I like knives. I have a lot of them. I've had some pretty good knives over my career, but I have to say, especially in my prior line of work where they were necessary, Silver Stag knives are exceptionally practical. They're durable, and they just look amazing. You got to check them out. Silver Stag knives are 100% made in the USA by a small team of patriots that exclusively use high-carbon steel tools to handcraft their incredible blades. I said, send me over a sample before I agree to do this. I got it. I know knives. I know knives well. These are some of the best I've ever seen. Every finished knife has elk antler, deer antler, or select hardwoods incorporated into their exceptional designs. The company builds a broad assortment of hunting, fishing, utility, and chef knives. We got some of those too. 
It's won dozens of industry awards, including NRA Knife of the Year. Like I said, I have a couple Silver Stag uh, pocket knives now, and Paula loves the D2 Steel Chef Knife. Incredible quality and very reasonably priced for this type of product. With Father's Day and graduation right around the corner, you need to check them out today. Help support companies that support us and support the show. The website is silverstag.com, S-I-L-V-E-R-S-T-A-G.com. And when you find that perfect knife and blade for a small fee, you can add personalized laser engraving to really make it special. They put Dan Bongino show on mine. Silver Stag knives are built for life. They're built for, they take a beating. And they include an industry best warranty and customer satisfaction guarantee. Here's the website again. Go to silverstag.com and check out the company's broad assortment of exceptional design. Use promo code BONGINO1, B-O-N-G-I-N-O-1, to receive a 10% discount on your first order. That's silverstag.com. Use promo code BONGINO1 and get a 10% discount on your first order. Check them out. Silverstag.com. You're going to love them. All right. Back to the show. So what Biden's talking about is all misinformation and lies. Again, the man is a noted plagiarist and liar. You can just look at what he said. It's all on video recorded for history to look at. The man is a discredited zero character human being. And as I predicted, I, you know, we got to start pulling some clips of my show. I got to keep notes on this stuff. I always tell Joe to market. One of the things I told you to mark, Joe, yep. you can take it off the market list. Remember when oh. we said last week yeah. that the misinformation board, there's only a matter of time before it's going to be turned on pro-lifers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That time is here. So, Joe, get that off the list. The I know you have your little list there. there market. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Line through. Line it out. Uh, we, Jim, you too. Jim keeps the list too at the radio show. I know he's listening. So as predicted, they will turn uh, the disinformation board and all of this other stuff on you as a target pro-lifers, despite the fact that pro-death, pro-abortion people are breaking the law right now and inciting violence in front of the justices' houses, right? Here it is yesterday. Here is a news report that broke about an intel bulletin that went out. An intel bulletin? Now, you may be saying to yourself, if you're a sane, not crazy person, you may be saying an intel report probably about those pro-death, pro-abortion people, right? You go, uh, you know, uh, with the bombings and the fire bombings and the attacks and the illegal violation of federal and Virginia law protests in front of the justice's house. No, no, that's not what the Intel bulletin was about. It was about you pro-lifers out there. Why did I tell you again? Marked it unmarked. Already came true, only been a week. Check this out. An intelligence bulletin reviewed by CBS News warns extremists could be mobilizing during this powerful debate nationwide, potentially targeting abortion clinics and government officials. As for this black fencing, this is very reminiscent to what we saw across the street outside the Capitol after the January 6th attack. No one likes the looks of it, but the belief is, Gail, it could deter attacks. It's only, it's only been a week, folks. It's only been a week targeting abortion clinics and government officials. You mean the government officials, the pro-abortion people? Is that, is that what you're No, that's not who they're talking about. They're talking about you, the pro-life crowd. It's only a matter of time, folks. Of course, you'll see the DHS uh, misinformation board and the uh, scary poppins, Nina Jankowitz. You'll hear her come out on this too, her and her little operation. That's, all, that's, that's happening right now, I can assure you. Listen, I got on the Virginia governor yesterday, and it's, again, it's, uh, I, I do it with due respect, and I mean that. I, 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 I don't like Republican-on-Republican Republican attacks, given the damage Democrats are doing. 
but it's important that we stand up here. And the new Virginia governor, Governor, governor Yunkin, um, it's time for him to do the right thing. These people intimidating Samuel Alito, who lives in Virginia, in his jurisdiction, are breaking both federal and Virginia law. It is time he stepped up and does something about it. Fox News picked up the story. I discussed it on my show yesterday. You can see the article in the newsletter. Bongino calls on Virginia officials to prosecute Alito protesters on the right to tranquility law. You know, ladies and gentlemen, don't pass a law if you don't mean it. I found out something interesting on Fox last night, that a lot of these laws were passed to protect abortion providers who terminate the lives of infants in the womb and mass to protect them. So it's kind of strange. If you went to an abortion provider's house and did this, you'd find yourself under federal or potentially local state arrest, right? But yet if you go to a Supreme Court justice's house to intimidate them, free pass, no worries at all. Again, tell me how we live in a constitutional republic where justice is blind. Justice is blind. It's blind to Democrats only. Now, it's only a matter of time before Scary Poppins, again, our minister, our minister of truth, the disgraced, humiliating Nina Jankowitz, who has to, is, a, is a caricature of a buffoon. She's not even a buffoon. She's a caricature of a buffoon. This is a helpless, hapless human being. With, as Joe said before the show, Dan, there's something not right with her. I said, Joe, what's not right? He's trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. And would, I don't know. Do you, say, you think I nailed it, right? Yeah. It is this. I hope so. Because I said to him, Joe, what you're missing is... This is what extreme narcissism and coddling looks like. This is a woman who has never faced a serious inquiry or debate in her entire life, who sits there and blinks, blinks and, and speaks in condescending tones because she really believes, despite no credentials whatsoever outside of spewing disinformation herself, she really believes you're the idiot since she's the smart one. She is the perfect example of what I have warned you about often, which is what? Stupid, smart people. They are the most dangerous people in the history of planet Earth. Just look at the chronological history of humankind. Stupid, stupid people are not a problem because they know they're stupid and they stay out of trouble. Smart, smart people are a benefit. They're smart, but they know the limits of their knowledge. Stupid, smart people who have some credential from an Ivy League school, but who are really dumb and know very little about common sense and the real world practical applications of their knowledge are the most dangerous people throughout human history. Nina Jankowitz is scary. Poppins is one of the stupid, smart people here. She is yesterday. I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time, by the way, before her and the DHS and the DOJ start coming after you pro-lifers. You do not live in a free country anymore in a constitutional Republic. I'm sorry if you thought that I'm sorry to break the bad news. You live in a tyranny now. Merrick Garland has proved it over and over again in the Department of Justice, targeting school parents, targeting conservatives. The evidence is targeting people who showed up on January 6th who didn't break the law. He has proven over and over again that he is a tyrant and not a legitimate government official. Here's Scary Poppins yesterday, another video that emerged. Telling people how she thinks uh, smart people like her, the stupid smart people, should be able to edit tweets. And I ask a very simple question. If they can edit tweets, are we allowed to edit tweets of all the reporters who promoted the Russian disinformation Hunter laptop hoax? Are we allowed to edit the collusion PP tape hoaxers tweets? Are we allowed to edit all the false claims of racism? Are we allowed to do that? No, no, no. She's talking about her. The liberal stupid smart people. There are a lot of those. Check this out. 
there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can um, essentially start to edit Twitter the, the same sort of way that Wikipedia is. So they can add context to certain tweets. Um, so just as an easy example, not from any political standpoint, if President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud, someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps your own secretary of state uh, <laughs> and, and his news conferences, something like that. Adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. This is what pathological narcissism looks like. Ah. Scary Poppins really believes, despite her limited knowledge about anything, and who's already been caught multiple times promoting lies and misinformation, she wants the ability to edit your tweets. Now, keep in mind, she mentions voter fraud. Are we allowed to edit tweets and now uh, put in the new information from the movie 2000 Mules? The legions of new information in there about mass voter fraud. Are we allowed to put that on there? Of course, Scary doesn't have an answer for that. All right, folks, this is all a part of an effort to silence you, to silence the pro-life movement. And I want to show you in a devastating article from The Spectator what happens when we continue down this path of tyranny and we devalue human life. This article about what's happening to the poor in Canada is really, really disturbing. I got that and Jen Psaki inciting violence uh, coming up next. I, this is really disturbing stuff. Wish I had better news for you today. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Okay, getting back to the show. So, folks, the ongoing attacks on conservatives and the pro-life group are an effort by the left to, con uh, to, to, to do degrade the value of human life. They, see, uh, they, they view human life as part of a collective body where the individual doesn't mean anything. The individual is irrelevant. It's been the whole essence of socialism. The idea that the individual and freedom are a farce that the stupid smart people should govern and organize society and if the individual is allowed to get in the way, he should be terminated or eliminated. This is why they want to devalue human life and the value of the individual. It's the whole essence of the abortion movement. There's an article in The Spectator. If you haven't seen this article, you need to. It's in the newsletter and it is worth your time. Why is Canada euthanizing the poor? This is incredible. As I said, read this article. This article is devastating. It only took five years for the proverbial slope to come into view. Here's what's happening in Canada. They enacted this bill, C-7, a sweeping euthanasia law, which repealed the reasonably foreseeable requirement and the requirement that the condition should be terminal to euthanize people. Listen to this. Now, as long as someone is suffering from an illness or disability, which cannot be relieved under conditions that you consider acceptable, 
they can take advantage of what is now known euphemistically as medical assistance in dying for free. You know, I read a book once, uh, The Road Less Traveled. It was a great book by uh, M. Scott Peck. It was a bestseller forever. It's a really, really good book, a kind of profound view of life. And one of the points he makes in there is how unlike everything else in nature that grows more disorganized right over time, you know, you have hedges in front of your house. If you don't trim them, do they grow in a square? No, they grow chaotically. The only reason hedges look nice is because landscapers or you go in there and trim them. If, you're, if it's allowed to take course and evolve, it'll evolve in, an, in, in, in a chaotic manner. I mean, there's arguments about fractals and all that other stuff, but still, things typically grow more disorderly. Not human beings. We grow more orderly. What does it tell you that the Democrats cannot stop this move towards order and respect for life and that they're actually moving in the other direction towards euthanizing people they don't like who are poor? What does that tell you? Does that tell you they're on the right or the wrong side of history? I think the answer is obvious. Speaking of this abortion argument, here's Peppermint yesterday. In one of the most stunning things I have ever heard said in the Brady press room, here is a woman paid by your tax dollars to work in an office of the executive office of the EOP, executive office of the presidency, actually inciting violence and recommending federal law breaking paid by your dollars in a building you bought and pay for the White House, recommending people continue to break the law and intimidate justice in front of the, and justices in front of their house. This is hard to believe, but you get you can hear for yourself. Check this out. I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position. You understand what she just said? It is a clear violation of federal law to attempt to intimidate a Supreme Court justice outside their home. I've read it now two days in a row. 18 U.S.C. 1507. I don't need to read it again. And yet the press secretary for you, the United States of America, for the EOP, you paid for her. You pay her. It's not a private job. Just recommended you break federal law and intimidate Supreme Court justices. It's going to be replaced in a week. Of course, her replacement's no better. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre. Corrine Jean-Pierre in a hit she did on MSNBC a couple years ago. Now, this is, again, the press secretary you pay for. You expect her to be fair to Fox News? Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre, what she thinks about Fox News a couple of years ago. This is the press secretary. Again, you pay her, just like Saki. You paid Saki to recommend lawbreaking and incite violence. Jean-Pierre, who thinks Fox News are racist. Here, here it is, her own words. Check this out. Was racist before coronavirus. They are racist during the coronavirus. Fox News will be racist after the coronavirus. So there is nothing new here. I think the difference is, is they have been, they are all in on being state TV for Donald Trump. And so they will continue to give them mis- misinformation. There it is, folks. That's Saki's replacement. You expect her to be fair? So think about it, right? You expect her to give Americans honest information from the White House when she's speaking to Fox News, when she insists who she's speaking to is a racist? Come on. All right, listen, moving on. Folks, this all continues, by the way, this march towards tyranny, this devaluing of human life you saw in Canada and here, where we view, you know, babies as an economic burden. I'll get to that later through Janet Yellen. Let's kill a bunch of babies. It's cost effective. We could save some money. That's coming up. Don't go anywhere. 
But this all continues this march towards devaluing human life. That's because they control history, folks, and they rewrite it. The reason we keep marching down this path to disorder and tyranny, despite the fact that socialism and communism have killed hundreds of millions of people, is because the left gets to rewrite history. Here's a perfect example. Here is a representative from the great state of Florida. But this guy is a tier one, grade A, platinum award winning moron. Carlos Guillermo Smith. Here he is asking another Republican representative. It opens with Carlos Guillermo Smith. Hey, man, I'm going to need some evidence that socialism, you know, socialism, communism, the same thing, folks, that it's actually killed people. I'm going to need some evidence of that. This really happened. You want to talk about stupid, smart people. Here it is. Carlos Guillermo Smith, our stupid, smart person of the day. Check this out. Uh, With all due respect, you know, we're adopting possibly a resolution to condemn an entire political party and movement. So I'm I'm trying to understand the justification, and I'm hoping that the sponsor can uh, answer for me whether or not this movement has resulted in any physical harm or death, because there are political movements that have resulted in that. So I'd I'd like an answer, honestly, on that question. Representative Fabricio. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Representative, I would say that around the world, many people have died uh, as a result of socialism. Many people have died leaving countries, uh, looking for freedom, coming to this country. So I would say that many have died as a result of this. Representative Smith. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Again, wow. I mean, these are stunning allegations that socialism has killed people around the world. Oh, Uh, Folks, how is it? That in politics, the dumbest people, the collective IQ pool, the ones that sit at the bottom, right, that are like 72 standard deviations and the negative away from the median. How is it that they always seem to get elected in these Democrat districts? So it took me all of about, I don't know, 20, 25 seconds to put in a fair search engine, not Google. How many people has socialism killed? Legitimately, the first article that popped up, Wall Street Journal, David Satter, 100 years of communism, 100 million dead. North Korea, the Bolsheviks, the Soviet Union. Uh, Folks, the list goes, China, Mao. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. 100 million dead. Carlos Guillermo Smith, our stupid, smart person of the day. What an idiot. But this is how we keep repeating the mistakes of the past. Because dunces like this guy insist that there's no body bags from socialism and communism. By the way, uh, Carlos, uh, is that going to go over well with the Cubans in South Florida and Venezuelans who risk their lives on boats to come over here and escape the horrors of communism as their families were wiped out and their businesses? I'm just checking, Carlos. Probably don't have much of a political career left in Florida after this one, outside of the morons. No one is going to vote for this guy in Florida outside of real dipwads. All right, let me get to my next sponsor, and then I want to get to um, the history of genocide in the womb being rewritten as well. You notice how the Democrats talk about equity all the time, but they never seem to mention equity in the womb. You know, I wondered, why doesn't it bother them? 
that the number of black babies killed in the womb far exceeds the number of percentage-wise than white babies. Why is that? Why is that? They, I thought they cared about equity. Not so much. And then I got Janet Yellen who says, let's kill more babies. Let's kill more babies. Don't worry, we may save some money. <sighs> You're degenerating into madness at such a fast rate, it's hard to believe. I got that also um, this is, I'm going to end the show with some scary footage from a drone footage uh, from China. They get these drones that are going to change the nature of warfare. So you saw that? I know. Freaky yeah. deaky stuff. All right. Folks, uh, MD hearing aid. You hearing about inflation? They make your ears hurt. You know, you know, nine out of 10 people still buy hearing aids from clinics and they pay $5,000 plus, even though much more affordable options exist. That's why I need you to check out our friends over at MD hearing aid. MD hearing aid. It's an FDA registered rechargeable hearing aid that costs a fraction of what typical hearing aids cost. MD Hearing Aid's Volt Plus model costs over 80% less than clinic hearing aids. MD Hearing Aid was founded by an ENT surgeon who saw how many of his patients needed hearing aids but just couldn't afford them. So he made it his mission to develop a quality hearing aid that anyone could afford. MD Hearing Aid has bought, brought affordable hearing to over 600,000 satisfied customers. Plus, they offer a 45-day risk-free trial with a 100% money-back guarantee so you can buy it with confidence. MD Hearing Aid. My father's been using them. He loves them. So get clinic-level care for 80% less with MD Hearing Aid. Go to mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and use promo code Bongino to get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each when you buy a pair deal. Plus, they are adding a free free extra charging case and $100 value just for listeners of the Dan Bongino show. Head on over today to mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino. It's important to use our promo code Bongino and get their new buy one, get one, $149.99 each when you buy a pair deal. mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino. mdhearingaid.com slash Bongino. Promo code Bongino. Don't wait. Thanks, MD Hearing Aid. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting how the Democrats always, you know, they, they, the stupid smart people lie to you about equity. We got to have equity. We got to have equity in home ownership, wages, equity, equity. So regardless of the work or the merit you put into it, we got to, you know, forgive people's student loans. We need equity there, too. We got to have your neighbor, Joey Botts, pay off your kids, uh, your next door neighbor, uh, Samuel's kids' student loans, right? But they never talk about the racial gap in the womb. I wonder why. Chances of living are far less. If you're a black baby in the womb, why don't they talk about that kind of equity? You think equity there when it comes to something like death would be serious. Jason Riley has a really great piece about this in the Wall Street Journal. He says, in other contexts, group differences in outcomes set off alarms on the political left. The racial gap in SAT scores, blah, 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 the racial gaps in arrests and incarceration rates, racial differences in wealth and income, fuel progressive demands for slavery reparations and a larger welfare state and so on. But yet when it comes to abortion, left-wing concern seems to stop at making the procedure safe and legal, even while the black-white disparities in abortion have not only persisted, but widened. Great question, Jason. Well, how do you expect this to be addressed? Honestly, when the left, again, doesn't view babies as a human life, they view them as a burden. They view them as an economic burden. It's weird how the left, if you were to have a farm, Joe, and you want to farm with fewer cows or more cows? You probably want more cows, uh, right? Just more, yeah. More, right? You, you, or even, let's make it even more basic. You want more years of corn or less? You probably want more, right? So yeah. those are forms of life. So that life is very valuable to you. Yet it comes to babies, human babies. The, not only the moral obligation we have to obviously let them live, 
but it's weird how they view human babies as an economic burden while cows aren't. Kind of strange, huh? Here's Janet Yellen yesterday. Janet Yellen said, yeah, you know, this abortion thing's not so bad. Maybe we save a few bucks. Here, check this out. If the draft of the court's majority holding in Roe versus Wade is the actual decision, what impact will the loss of abortion access mean economically for women? Well, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Holy Moses, folks. Let's whack a few kids in the womb. We may save a few bucks. I want you to think about that very clearly. Someone said this to me once when I was running for office a long time ago. They said, and, and I remember I repeated in a speech, it's still out there. They said, you know, it's really, really weird. How, again, if you, you were to ask a leftist, like what farm is more valuable, one with more or less cows and chickens? They'd answer more. And yet when it comes to human beings, oh, no, that's definitely an economic problem. Those human beings, they're nothing but trouble. We should whack them. Insane. Death cult. That Spectator article about euthanizing the poor in Canada, you see what happens when you devalue human life and you view human beings as an economic burden? Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary. All right, quick election update for 2022. Biden is getting crushed right here, folks. This Washington Examiner article by Paul Bedard is worth your time. He's on the verge. There's a new McLaughlin poll out there. He is losing. Hispanic and black voters. Gee, I can't understand why you got Carlos Guillermo Smith saying, yeah, it's socialism, communism. I'd like to see evidence it's actually killed people. Maybe you should ask the Cubans in South Florida who had some relatives killed, Carlos. Just an idea, buddy. I wonder why they're losing Hispanic voters. It's hard to believe. Why? Why are they losing black voters? Maybe because their wages are going down ever since Biden got in office, like we opened the beginning of the show with. Just a thought, fellas. Here, I wanted to end with this, though, on a different note. Folks, the nature of warfare and surveillance is about to change dramatically. I mean, we're at the equivalent of almost a new industrial revolution with AI and drone technology. This is really, really scary stuff. So this was in the Daily Mail. China apparently has figured out a bunch of, uh, you know, maybe human head-sized drones, so they're not that big that can coordinate in microseconds and in live time how to basically chase someone down. Now, they're portraying this as like, oh, this could be like earthquake stuff where people could go in with the cameras and look around an earthquake or a storm where cars can't get in. I don't know about you folks, but given my prior line of work, the first thing I always think is how is this going to be weaponized? Now, in my second book I wrote, The Fight, which uh, I, I'm always surprised more people didn't buy them. I love that book. I wrote the hell out of that book, right? There's a whole chapter on the dangers. I, keep in mind, I wrote this book 10 years ago. No, nah, maybe eight years ago. There's a whole chapter on the dangers of drone technology and what they're going to present for warfare and executive protection. Because think about it. What's the, this is very, you know, I've asked people a thousand times. They're like, yeah, drones could be dangerous. I mean, you could coordinate a bunch of drones to attack the president. But I ask him why, and it takes him some time to figure it out. It's very simple. It's easy to clear a threat on the ground. Why? Because we can't fly. We just walk up to it and clear it. So when I was at the White House and it was a break, they'd say, you know, whatever, uh, break, zone six. What do you do? The way you clear the break is you go up to it, 
It's at night. You get your night vision out. You look. And typically it was wildlife. It was like a squirrel or an animal that would trip an alarm. That was about 99.999% of it. You'd be like, clear, wildlife. That's what you'd say, right? How do you do that in the sky? What do you do? Fly up? How are you going to do it? We can't fly. Drones can. I mean, it's asymmetric warfare by definition. These, this video scares the hell out of me because not only does it pose a real threat to uh, executive protection, folks, I mean, not just the president, but anyone who could be killed by these things, but in warfare, how do you stop this? You're going to have to use some electronic countermeasures. I, it's the only way. Watch this video. This came out of China. This would open your eyeball. I'm, I'm, folks, for the folks listening on audio only, that's why I put it at the end of the show. Please go to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. Subscribe right there and watch this. This is amazing. Check this out. Not just but <laughs> scary stuff. You that goes it. on, by the way, for about a minute and a half. But the only reason I had to cut it short is because audio listeners are only hearing the sound effects in the background. Folks, one more thing about this. Surveillance. I mean, what's to stop these insect-sized ones if they can decrease the size of this? Which, by the way, it's already it's here now. It's here now. But as processing power gets better, what happens when this becomes cheaper and they, they put... A hundred insect-sized drones flying around your house all day, and you don't even notice them. Your house is under surveillance 24 hours a day. Don't laugh. The technology's here. It's only a matter of time. Remember, the private public self, that's the distinction between a totalitarian state and a free state. You have a private self and a free state, not in a tyrannical state, which we're rapidly moving towards. All right, thanks for, uh, for uh, tuning in, folks. Hey, I want to give a quick promo. I know it's only Wednesday, but my show this Saturday on Fox, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday night, it's called Unfiltered. Please set your DVR now. Um, I've got a doctor coming on, again, to talk about the latest troubling story about these spike proteins and some of the damage they may be doing in this blood clot situation, specifically how it works. That hasn't been explained well up until now. Set your DVR now. You're not going to want to miss this. Unfiltered, Saturday night, 9 p.m. I appreciate it. I'll catch you on the radio show later. Take care. You just heard Dan Bongino.